It's Monday again. That's right. You cannot deny the day of the week that it is and that this podcast is posted on. The timing is too perfect. And yet again, we've nailed the timing. Yeah. And in comedy, it's about timing. And about this comedy, it's about taking the magic out of comedy. Right. So thanks for tuning in to the JK Around with me, the K, the Kevin, and or I'm just the, Kevin. And I'm the J, Joel. Have we been saying our names at the top of every episode i'm not sure that we have it feels like we've been doing this for ages so yeah, i have no idea it feels like, hmm. but uh if you are to if you've tuned in for the last couple episodes and we forgot to mention our names uh we are kevin and joel of the jk round yep and uh we're taking the magic out of comedy we're sort of saying um you know, the, the comedy is kind of like there's a there's magic to it. There's a trick to it, and we're saying, yeah, well, this is how you do it. Um, mm-hmm. And we have uh, amassed a great uh, group of fans, a classroom full. I shouldn't say fans. I, I meant students. A classroom full of students who are mm-hmm. are just they tune in to to learn, Kevin, don't they? Uh, more than that, I think they learn and they grow. Mm-hmm. I think um, it's about. You know, learning, taking it in, but then putting it out there in the real world. Well, when we when, uh, we, when we started this podcast, and I remember sitting down, just the two of us. Uh, bef- humble beginnings. Humble beginnings before the, the mics were turned on, and we said, you know, we want to teach people about comedy because mm-hmm. it's important. And and then all of a sudden, as we started doing it, we were like, comedy has those branches, and it touches so many different things. Uh, mm-hmm. The sky, or if you imagine like an uh, evergreen tree that comes down and touches the ground. Or, or maybe, like maybe one that stretches out and touches a telephone pole. Right, it's so wires. close. Or, or, or some... Connected. Some uh, orchard. 2015. Or some or- trees in an orchard, and they're touching another tree, and maybe the the one tree is a peach tree, the other trees an apple tree. Mm-hmm. So, and that's comedy, right? It, it's touching. So now, all of a sudden, exactly. we're we're edifying people's lives beyond just the the state of ha ha, right? Yeah, into the state of more more. Mm-hmm. And like, huh? Right. And a bit of a there's there's always going to be a bit a bit of a Huh? But we'll cure that. The we'll the, the huh can be used in mm-hmm. comedy students for the surprise comedy. Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Huh? I think <laughs> check out episode 10, season one. Huh? <laughs> for a little That's kind of the, re- the reaction you want. But then there's also the, hmm, I'm going to take that on board. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and speaking about on board, where are you this week, Kevin? On board. Well, um, people will be happy to know I finally made it out of the desert last week. Uh, I did get a helicopter drop of supplies, mm. featured a uh, keg of water, which I desperately needed. Probably why I forgot to say my name last week. A little dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I got, you know, a basket of sandwiches and uh, Mulaney on DVD season one. So I can't wait to watch that when I get home. Now, people, do, uh, I just want to refresh uh, the listeners. Kevin is doing a 199 day trip around the nation 
just to yeah. different places. He's not going to New York. I know that a lot of people will think, well, that's kind of the obvious choice for a comedian as far as travel goes. Mm-hmm. Kevin's mm-hmm. not doing that. He's uh, taking a trip around uh, the nation. So every week we kind of check in. This is the only time I get to talk to him. And we that, we check in and go, yeah. where are you? So you, you've left the desert. Yep, it's um, just approaching the Enchanted Forest now. So uh, you know, I'm just on the edge, uh, you know, looking for the breadcrumbs, as it were, as they say in the travel biz. Mm-hmm. Well, um, um, the interesting thing about, of course, the Enchanted Forest is that, you know, there have been people that have gone in there and never come out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, there there are, there's a lot of, like, question marks, as yeah, literally carved out. into the trees, too, sometimes, mm-hmm. um, especially when you get into the forgetful forest, um, that part of it. And a lot of the time, those question marks are following the word why. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. then following that exclamation mark is, I mean, question mark is an exc- exclamation mark. So it's the, it's right. got that feeling of why, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it gets uh, pretty terrifying, you know, mm-hmm. right right towards the middle there. But, but I figure, you know, one week of that can't kill me. <laughs> um, hopefully, Ooh, fingers crossed. Uh, hopefully I look forward to to speaking to you, uh, kind of after or when I'm if you're in the yeah. middle of it. I don't know what the reception will be like uh, next week when I'm when I'm in the center valley of the forest. Right, it opens which, uh, up into the the forest. Yeah, I'm the valley. Yeah. Um, now, are you going? Are you going this leg of the journey alone? When you were in the mountains, you had a Sherpa. Then the desert was mm-hmm. kind of a lonely thing, but that's the desolation yep. of the desert. Um, yeah. What are you doing? Are you, are you by yourself in in the enchanted forest? Well, you know, the enchanted forest. You go here to meet people, right? Right. There, there are other wanderers. There are elves, wizards, owls. The whole, mm-hmm. the whole, you know, classic crew of enchanted uh, fellow fellowship would be hanging around this place. Um, my hopes is that I can find a, um, a seedy little bar. And by that, I don't mean dingy or disgusting. I mean like uh, um, made out of the giant seeds of the acorn trees mm-hmm. here. And then, and then um, that's not to be confused to uh, four, I should say. In Capital City, mm-hmm. we have a seedy bar, which is, of course, made out of old CDs. That's um, right. So this is And a, the this dive is... bar... The dive bar made of diving boards. Right. So, um, but don't, because a lot of people are going to, you know, probably pick you up on that going. Is he actually in the capital city? No, he, he <laughs> is uh, near the CD Long bar. ways, yeah, long yeah. ways away from there. The other um, thing I wanted to mention, and, and uh, just so that uh, people that are not in the nation, you might be going, what kind of wacky place is that that has you know, elves and wizards and all those things. Let me uh, put your mind at ease. These are people, normal, everyday people that are dressing yeah. up yeah. as elves and as wizards. They're mm-hmm. they're your, um, you know, that that anime character. You know, what is that called? Yeah. Role LARPers. play. Um, a lot of a lot of people outside the nation, mostly just people in in ja- uh, Japan and I think Chicago know of this, but uh, it's called LARPing, mm-hmm. live action role play. Mm-hmm. And that's how these people live their lives. And we as, you know, embracing of all kinds of cultures in the nation will say, hey, if you want to dress up like Optimus Prime and spend your nights wandering around the Enchanted Forest, feel, feel then that, that, that helps because it helps people believe it's more enchanted because it's not actually. Now, what... Well, 
that's not what I heard. Um, I was going to say that these people are perfectly normal, but the forest is definitely enchanted. But I guess that's the two schools of thought that we have in the nation. Yep, yeah, and that's the old debate. What? Yeah, I mean, what I believe and what I was taught, and I believe basically everything I've ever been taught, um, and that is that the enchanted forest is 100% enchanted, and mm-hmm. that sometimes, mm-hmm. and not always, if you're dressed up as a wizard or an elf, that's respectful, but Optimus Prime is kind of a, a mockery of what is a very seriously enchanted forest. See, and, and I come from a more a more new new age sort of perspective on it. Like Joel is a little more conservative. He was born to say, Hey, that's a hundred percent enchanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anything else is a mockery. Whereas, uh, we take the more scientific approach in our family saying, you know, we need to, uh, fill the enchanted forest with robots, with lightsabers, with, you know, whatever we can get mm-hmm. just to make it look more, uh, sci-fi, more technical, more modern age. But but what? And, uh, but what you? Some people call that blasphemous. Well, I don't understand how people like you. And 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 by the way, this is a, a discussion that we have. But Kevin and I are dear friends, and we don't let it affect. We don't. Our yeah, we don't let enchantments uh, affect our our relationship. Somebody That's can right. believe in in just a bunch of scientific trees, and someone else can believe in a mm-hmm. mystical forest. Uh, atmosphere and both and and still get along and still be dear friends but i don't understand how you can explain people going you know wheeling themselves into the enchanted forest and walking out the other side because this happens so many times where people are healed going through the enchanted forest um Mm. albeit oftentimes with a broken leg um or a broken arm Mm -hmm. because it's so dangerous there but um but to actually be able to use those legs that before just they were lame, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, explain that one to uh, me. Well, honestly, those those are the parts that I can't explain. But is one of the reasons why I'm going through it this week. Um, see what lies ahead. See what's in the heart of it, and see how I come out. And maybe then uh, I'll have some either solid evidence on my behalf that yeah, robots are real and mysticism isn't. Or um, I'll come out completely changed and say, hey, I, got, I saw a squirrel shooting lasers out its eyes at a wizard who repelled it with an ice staff and say, hey, you were right. There was I don't that, know which one is more believable. There was that article uh, recently I saw in the Capital City Inquirer that, said, uh, that, that told the story of this guy who walked into the forest blind and walked mm-hmm. out of the forest a seeing man. Uh, with a broken nose, of course, because he had walked into some trees while he was still blind. But I think that might have like knocked the sight back into his eyes. So, you know, it's possible. It, it, I'm interested to see what happens when you come out the other end. But uh, but people should Is, be aware that uh, the people here in the nation are normal. Things are pretty straightforward. We just happen to have an enchanted forest. Yeah, no big deal. It's point of political contention, but uh, I'll save that for the de- the debates in November. Right, of course, you and know. and you'll have real world experience for that, and uh, that'll be really neat. Yeah, live nation experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, grab ourselves a bit of a commercial break. Let the people take yep. a breather from all this learning, and mm-hmm. uh, and we'll be right back. Okay, today's episode of the JK Around uh, comes from Brilligan's Water Drops. And, of course, I can't thank them enough. I was literally 
dying in the desert, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden this helicopter comes up, or well, above, and drops down a big keg of water. Little note attached saying, hey, love the show, do an episode, this water is yours. Or do a commercial, rather, this this water is yours. Right, and, and, and to I, me, they already gave you the water, so it's almost like, are they mm-hmm. going to actually come and take it back if we don't do this commercial? And Well, I already drank it, so they would... <laughs> They would need to uh, wring it out from my spine. Right, or just like collect your urine. But the thing is that it's like, what's the what's the point now? Because you, you got the water, and uh, also I'm honestly not really getting much out of this because... Right, well, there's also, you know, for anyone else who needs water drops, check out uh, Brilligan's. Um, Brilligan'sWaterDrops.com forward slash... The JK around. I'll, I'll say that when you uh, you told me, you know, you got. I said you got some water. Oh my goodness, I can't believe you can get water in the desert. And you said, yeah, it was pretty warm. You, that was one of the things. You're like, it was piss warm, but at least it was wet. And uh, oh yeah, so to I me, oh, that, that doesn't yeah. seem like a very good water drop. Like I think honestly, at the be. at the time, I would have drinking, you know, like lukewarm coffee or anything, any kind of. When you're in that situation, Joel, you don't understand. That just any any amount of hydrating fluids is just all you can think about. And when that happened, I said, sure, I'll advertise for you guys. Mm-hmm. I'll advertise the hell out of this service because it's a great service. I wonder if you got, like, if you did your own podcast, like uh, Kevin's Classic Cranks, the podcast, then you'd have that freedom to just take free piss warm water from someone and all of a sudden that's your, uh, you know, your commercial revenue. But for this, it's a kind of a two-way thing and I'm sitting here going, I'm not thirsty. I have enough water here, and I went to the store and I bought it. I'm not going to say which store. I'm not going to say what water because, you know, I'm not really getting anything out of it. Uh, and in this case, I'm not getting anything out of uh, Brilligan's or whatever it is yeah. either. Well, okay, it's Brilligan's. And, you know, maybe you can advertise what you want on your podcast. The the Well, it's not even a podcast. just <clears throat> things that you leave on the Internet, people hear. We hear that, by the way. Point is, you should, no, listen, you should advertise other things that you want on there, but this is the only podcast I'm a part of, and it's 50-50, Joel, and this is my time to advertise Fine, then, you know what, then in the second commercial break, I'm going to advertise something that I want to advertise. Just my well, own I thing. hope you do. You're not going to get anything I, from it. Maybe I'll I, get I some money great. from it or something, but that's none of your business because I can they get whatever I want. They saved my life. It's not like I'm getting money after that. I could do one favor for them. They saved my life. I'm happy Joel. you're alive. Honestly, I'm happy you're alive. But like, you could have just paid for a water drop, or I could have paid for a water drop, or they could have given you, us extra You could have paid for a wild water drop. You heard how how dehydrated and loopy I was out there. there was I didn't no even know there were water drops. Like I didn't even. Of know course, there are thing. water drops. I don't know. I don't travel. I'm planning on going to New York City for comedy. I don't know about all these other places. Well, when you're thirsty in New York, don't come calling to me. All right. Well, uh, but anyways, that's brilligans.com forward slash to get JK around. Uh, you're gonna love their water drops. <laughs> Back in action. Um, and we have that beautiful sound of the Haddo Comedians. We pull, warms my heart. We pull a name out of the hat, and it's the comedian that we talk about to illuminate uh, comedy, take the magic out of comedy, and teach you how to be funny using the experience, or I should say the example, of a famous comedian. 
Yeah, that way you can see someone who's done it, who's gotten there, mm-hmm. and uh, who we can really uh, take the magic out of. Someone who has magic to take. Right. Let's uh, pull the name out of the hat. And today, it is the comedian and comic actor, John Ritter. John Ritter. Rest in peace, my friend. What a great, Mm. great, solid man. Now, this is interesting because John Ritter is one of those comedians. A lot of times, a comedian is just like um, a miserable person. And we did Phyllis Diller, and we could tell. Yeah. "Mm." Louis C.K. was one of our first. Super miserable. Mm -hmm. Don't even want to be in the same room as that guy. Right. But John Ritter is is famous for being a sweetie. Being a sweetheart. You want to have a cup of coffee and see how his life is. Mm -hmm. That's how he's warming to you when you see him. You want to talk about his teenage daughters and find out all the rules for dating them, you know? That's right, that's right. And that can, that brings up, you know, uh, Kelly Kukako, who is uh, famous now for being on The Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. one of Joel and my, my, my favorite shows ever. Don't even start, because we'll be doing right. the rest of the episode talking about <laughs> that great show. <laughs> uh, and we should. I mean, Kelly Kukako, who got her start there, is now... Uh, a famous comedian mm-hmm. or a comedian because mm-hmm. we're not sexy here mm-hmm. that she is just what are they on like their 19th season I mean, uh, it feels critics like- are saying it's better than friends and lost combined i mean this show is just killing it mm-hmm. some people even think it's better than two and a half men um <sighs> yeah but uh you know the this she shows us that you can be hot and have great boobs and butt, but still be funny. Mm-hmm. And still, and that's oh, that is just nailing it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got ten out of ten if you got great boobs and butt and be funny. Oh, for sure, and um, such l- nice hair. She just makes this face. I mean, it's it's hard to uh, do on a audio podcast, but maybe we'll post a picture of her her you know goofy duck face that she does. Oh, Sheldon said something funny. She gives like a with her lips. What's important there, Kevin, and I think it relates back to John Ritter because John Ritter also kind of, uh, he was what we could call the straight man a lot of the time. Mm. And she's Mm. the straight man, straight girl, but Mm -hmm. uh, that person that almost looks at the camera and goes, what's going on here? You know? Mm And, and oh, she's a she's a straight man, all right. Like she she she'll make a straight man even out of you. She she's uh she is <laughs> not hot to trot. A uh, short trip, I'll say. A uh, short trip because uh, <laughs> that was a that was an um, insult comedy. Write that down. Well, uh, is it an insult to ca- call somebody gay? Uh, in the nation, yes, but is it yeah, an in insult nation, in general? And, and that's uh, that's another question for when we do a gay comedian. But John mm-hmm. Ritter wasn't gay, and he had a family. It's true, he wasn't. And, uh, Let's talk about that. And he was in. He 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 got his start in a show called "A Girl and a Couple Guys" that are in a com- threes company. Threes company. So because it's two's, two's a company, crowd. Three's a crowd. Well, and it's a play on that old saying, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where the whole uh, it's funny to be gay or whatever joke really comes from. Oh, I yes. mean, he had to constantly pretend that he was gay 
to justify living with two gorgeous women. Right. And that's, I mean, the the plot of every episode. More or less. In a nutshell. More or less. And and if it's 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 at least the secondary plot, if not the main plot. Mm-hmm. And you watch that show and you're like, okay, he is he was funny in that. He was kind of the wacky color, but he was also sometimes looking at the camera going, what have I got myself into? These broads are crazy. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. and boy, w- there's a lot of off-color uh, sexual innuendo going on here, which wasn't as uh, widespread in the 60s. Not as much, no. Um, we're t- you know, we, we had mentioned uh, shows like All... All's in the family back mm-hmm. in the day with the, the you know the great Al Bundy character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who also sort of pointed out those things and now we've got John Ritter right in the middle of this saying hey we know what the Al Bundys of the world are thinking right and uh, I've got to deal with this what do I do right and, and that, now again and 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 he's there dealing with bigotry as a young person whereas Al Bundy mm-hmm. was there being a bigot as an old guy with a cigar. Old guy. Uh, did they ever do a crossover episode? <laughs> they should have. Uh, they should have. Because that's Meathead. always money in the bag. Maybe yeah. Meathead and John Ritter could have been friends. And as you know, that was Carl Reiner. Yeah, director of, famous. Yes, director of The Princess Bridge mm-hmm. and also Spinal helps. Taps. He directed Spinal Taps. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did too. Yeah, And he was a child actor himself. Yeah. So many famous people just connected. You see students, you the see tree. how comedy the is the tree. The tree. Yep. It's touching everything. Mm-hmm. It's touching all of us in the weirdest kind of ways. Yeah. I mean, in this example, it's all comedy, but it's different people in that comedy. So Yeah, exactly. It's like another different... a tree touching another tree in this case, but still. Yeah, which we had mentioned. We did mention that, yeah. So we're not wrong. Uh, then John Ritter, yes, becomes the old guy, and he's this, mm-hmm. but he's not that old. And that was the great tragedy that was that he died young. Yes, but he was that straight character. And why, Kevin? And this is a good question for our students: Why do we need a straight man in a comedy show or movie? Well, students, since I don't hear you answering, I'll step in the this time. Thank you. Take your hands. I hear. I, you yeah. know what I hear? Thank you, Kevin. And and that's mm-hmm. what I th- I think we should be getting mm-hmm. tweets. Good assignment this week is to say. Thank you, Professor Kevin, Professor Joel, and on Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, and just say, we appreciate you stepping in and, and giving us all these answers. And, yes, and, and uh, uh, you're we, so right on so many points. Yeah, and then we'll say we're welcome, probably. Mm-hmm. But give probably. us specifics is what, what you're thankful for. Like, we're thankful that you taught us about you know, bulgy-eyed yelly comedy that the black people do. We're mm-hmm. thankful... Or for the tree metaphor. Yes. We're thankful for that rich uh, kerplunk metaphor I did just way up there in the intro episode. I think that know. was the first one, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how far back you want to reach. If you just want to thank us for specific yeah. things in your life, yeah. go for it. Because guess JK what? Around. We appreciate being thanked. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe it or not, we're uh, we're less humble than we appear, because <laughs> we we like a compliment or two oh, now yeah. and then. <laughs> it really it, changes our day. It does a it does a number uh, for the ego. It's uh, you know it really helps you get <laughs> through some of this. Uh, the The comedy writing can be strenuous and it can, it can be yeah. harrowing sometimes. Just like life itself, you mm-hmm. know. Well, you're dr- uh, you're you're, you're uh, mining the dredges of your existence in order to find humor, and frankly. Constantly, yeah. It's, it's yeah. a. I mean, that's a task. So a little yeah. bit of, of so thankfulness. You've 
You've heard of uh, tear jerkers. These are tear blockers. Your your kudos are our tissues, and we need mm-hmm. that so desperately. Mm-hmm. And, and so please, uh, jkrant.com slash j twitter.com slash jkround uh, jkround at gmail.com and then facebook.com slash jkround um, but you were you were about to tell us and um, about why you need a straight man in comedy this is very important and we right. really need to enlighten mm-hmm. our students about yeah. that well it's to make the, com- the comic side more funny and so now we're going to go to a commercial break, and we'll be right back with more John Ritter, more J.K. Around, more Taking the Magic out of... All right, so uh, this week's episode is not only brought to you by Life Saving Water, but it's also brought to you by... Johnny's Mouth Organ. Um... These mouth organs are some of the best mouth organs, and I've got like six or seven of them uh, given to me from Johnny. So I approached Johnny and I said, I want your mouth organ. And he goes, I'll give you as many of my mouth organs as you want. I said, yes, yours is the only mouth organ for me. And lo and behold, I've got... A bunch of mouth organs. Um, so you guys can check wow. it out too. Johnny's mouth organ. He he's not going to reserve his mouth organ only for me. <laughs> Anybody can so, get a piece of that mouth organ. So wait, wait. You literally got this mouth organ because you said you would give him time on our podcast. Well, I I said I that's it. Like so I wanted free, something. So you got paid in mouth organs. Yeah. Do you have a problem with me getting paid in mouth organs, Kevin? Is that an issue for you? Well, I mean, it seemed to be an issue when I got a life-saving water drop. Right, this is the whole point. You got uh, this, uh, and actually there's a similarity because you got a water drop, which is, you know, very, you know, water, it's wet. And and these mouth organs, I mean, and this is a bit of a, they get covered in spit. You, you'll play this mouth organ so much because you'll love it, and it, it's just going to get covered in spit constantly, uh, and and it gets a it gets a little bit juicy too. Um, but uh, look, look, I don't even know if this is real. You're you're making you're making obvious innuendos about your mouth organ, which is what? just a harmonica. I'm, I was given life saving water. I want to take this seriously. If this we're going to is... get actual revenue from any of these advertisements we should just well it this is revenue and and you can hear it it's a golden sound well okay but i know that at your place you have you have a lot of instruments you just all right do do what you need to do pretty sure you made this one up though Pretty sure you no, made this one. No, up. I've got these mouth organs. They're Johnny's mouth organs, and I've been putting them know, in my mouth. All but you've had mouth day. organs for as long as I've known you. Yeah, but these You're are not as nice as Johnny's mouth organ. Mm. Honestly, th- this is a true advertisement, and I'm gaining from it. I'm getting mouth organs, and I'm getting uh, some of the finest mouth organs. And guess what? Uh, you don't get any, and you can't blow them. You can't blow these mouth organs. These are mine. And uh, okay, well, so enjoy your water, which is gone. But these mouth organs are going to last forever, okay? Like I, I'm going to be able to the... blow them and blow them and blow them. And and you're going to be sitting there, yeah, so what? You suck some water down once, but uh, you suck once, I blow for the rest of my life. Yeah, well, 
I agree with that. Let's get back to the show. Okay, uh, so... Um, <clears throat> well, we're back to the show now. Yeah. Um, that's a good thing. We're going to do a favorite segment that we used to do all the time on the podcast, and mm-hmm. we're going to take a different take on it, but I yeah. think it's going to be just as fun. Just as fun, a little bit more personalized. Mm-hmm. Here we go. It's the uh, segment called... Can, I, Can be I be your? Well, times were crazy, but I was happy. I held your hand and we walked by the sea. Well, can I be your? Can I be your? Can I be your? So tip. So can I be yours? So typically in this segment, we used to say, you know, to our guests, we had them say, "Can we?" Said, "Can we be your?" Blank, you know. Um, mm-hmm. One time mm-hmm. it was the J.K. Round Carpentry Crew. Yep. One time or, uh, it was. What's it? Agency. agency. Comedy agents. Comedy agents for David Green. Mm-hmm. So this time, what we've decided, uh, as it's Kevin and I, just Kevin and I at this point, we're going to mm-hmm. get be. I'm going to be something for Kevin, and and I'm going to be something for Joel. Mm-hmm. And th- and so this it, way, we're going to show. Um, you know, the comic mind. Yeah. So I'm asking Joel, you know, can I be your something Mm -hmm. to make it uh, a little little bit stranger, a little bit out there and Mm -hmm. see what we come out with, with our comic minds. Because comedians don't always live in the world of comedy, do they, Kevin? No, I'd say mostly they live in like New York, like you were saying before, mm-hmm. or Capital City, mm-hmm. uh, but not the world of comedy. But in a sense, before you can, you, before you're making a whole lot of money on comedy, like we are, you know, mm-hmm. most of the times in these episodes, not so much this episode, um, but it, lately we've been getting some ad revenue. This episode, not so much, um, but uh, more like you know personal favors. But um, still, can't tell me. But, uh, you know, sometimes these people are working as doctors or nurses Uh, or orderly. Baristas. Baristas, possibly. Um, Mall Santas, Mm -hmm. those sort of things. Or like surgeons. And these these people, they're they're, they're in their data, but they're still comedians, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and that's what we want to do. We want to say, like, can I be your whatever is not a comedian? But yet, I'm still a comedian. I can't get away from that. So how do you act as a comedian normally within those circumstances? Yeah. How would you? Yeah. Yeah. Similar to handle the, handle. the real world. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. To the but uh, yeah, I've never noticed that before. Yeah, but similar to the handle, point. but it's not so specific, Kevin. That's the whole. Point. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and it's more of a role play rather than a uh, scenario mm. or circumstance. It gives you yeah. a little bit more freedom, right? It does, and it still encapsulates you into a uh, paradigm, if you will. And sometimes when you become those famous uh, comedians, and you got to remember what it was like back then, right? To be mm-hmm. a Carpety Crew or a oh, yeah, comic or, uh, agent, you know, yeah, just something a little gas bit. Gas station attendant. Sure, even. sure. Dog groomer. Mm-hmm. Or a nurse once. or a doctor or a surgeon. These are all classic ones. Mm-hmm. A lot um, of them we didn't get to in season one, so we've got to get to them now. Yeah. So let's do uh, Can I Be Your. Uh, would you like okay. to go first, Kevin? Um, okay. So, Joel, Can I Be Your 
graphic designer. Yes. Can I, Kevin, can I be your haberdasher? Yes. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Good. Now, um, so as your graphic designer, Joel, I'll need mm-hmm. to know what kind of things you want um, in your graphics, what kind of images, how okay. you want to display yourself. Well, as you know that I've been recently opening up my haberdashery, um, and I and I so I want to have sort of a, a good some really nice signage that shows what we do, but it's really chic. I want it to be really modern, but also have that classic thing because a lot of you know our wares are going to have a classic style to them. And uh, what I'm wondering, though, is since I've been doing a lot of work, haberdashering for Mm -hmm. you, um, Mm -hmm. I was wondering if that can be kind of in lieu of any cash transaction. Um, If I could just give you the product and then get the graphic design from you. Oh, so sort of like a uh, quid pro quo scenario. Yeah, like a trades. I give you... Yeah, tradesies, no gives backs. Um, I give you some good old fashioned graphic designing, maybe mm-hmm. for an advertisement mm-hmm. or a CD sale. Mm-hmm. And uh, you give me a nice hat or um, a plume, you yes. know, something I can really exactly. uh, wear to the ball. Because I've been working um, on now. What, actually, what I would like uh, is a bunch of baseball caps that all say Kevin's graphic design on them. Can I get that? Sure, but the cost of the graphic design will be extra. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I don't do that, can, but I will create the 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 hat. The I'll haberdash hat. the hat. But okay. um, well, can I make a design for you to give to me to put onto your hat? Yes. So that when you make the hat, okay. And you can't that, do that, I'll, but Kevin, I gotta say that okay. that doesn't. But go because against... it's for, but because it's for you know your company still, I'm gonna have to charge you a little bit more. And so I'll I'll do the graphic design for the hat that you're about to make for me so that you can make the hat and charge me a little bit more. But those costs are going to trickle down to the client. I'm sorry and that and that client is you. So you're going to have to mm-hmm. so you're going to mm-hmm. have to do the graphic design for the front of my store with that's the trade okay. for getting the, the hats, that. the haberdashering. But if you're going to charge okay. me for the graphic design then I'm going to have to charge the client well, which no, is you and probably about 10% right. on top of that. Okay, well then here's this. Here's this. Why don't I do the graphic design for half off, and then you do twenty hats with that graphic on it that say both Kevin's design, uh, graphic design on the hat, mm-hmm. and maybe on the back you put on something that says uh, Joel's haberdashery. So it gives you a little bit of advertisement too. And like as your graphic designer, right. I would recommend that. Okay, uh, so. First of all, the the hats I'm making are the the cost of that is you're doing my signage on the front. Okay. Okay. I can do your signage. And so that's those that's kind of the even trade off um, mm-hmm. because money doesn't always need to you know switch hands as they say. Um, but now this graphic design you're going to charge me fifty percent. And then I'm gonna, that's going to trickle down to the client. So you're going to have to pay. So let's say you charge me $10, $10 for the design. I'm mm-hmm. going to end up probably charging you $11. Okay. Well, here's what I've been thinking is that you um, have all of a sudden been given a, uh, a task to create a hat that needs graphic design on it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm willing to do that graphic design sure. um, if you do the hat at cost. 
Okay, but I'm doing like, are you? First of all, what are you doing? The I'm doing I'm doing your graphic design yeah, for the yeah. hat that you have to make for me. But you're doing the you're first of all you're doing my signage on the front. Are you doing that full price or are you? Doing well, I'm doing that, I'm doing cost. the 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 signage full price. Sure, the signage is signage full, then I'm gonna have to there. make the hats full price. But I'm to saying that out the, it sounds the, to me like. Uh, your client who is ordering these hats wouldn't take anything less than uh, Kevin's graphic style graphic oh, on I, the hat. I, I don't. I'm, and... I'm going to. I'm going to probably like look the the whole thing and and hopefully next time somebody comes to you and says I need some hats, you're going to send them my way to uh, to haberdash for them. But in oh the, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. And it's the same thing. So I've got a client coming to me, you, who's saying I need graphic design. I'm definitely going to hire you because we've done business together, right? We've created mm-hmm. that relationship. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the whole thing is you're wanting me to do my hats at cost, but if you're not doing the sign at cost, then I'm going to have to start paying you know, a bit more for the sign plus mm. the the uh, price of the uh, graphic design. But I'm going to go to my client, you, and say, look, you have to do – you want graphic design. I know the best guy, but this is the cost. And frankly, I'm going to go to you and say, how much does it cost to get this done? You're going to say it's going to cost X amount of dollars, which is apparently 50% of what you usually charge. And I'm going to go back to my client and say that's how much it is, plus I'm going to add 10%. Uh, for myself on top of that, you know. So now you're going to end up having to pay out of pocket for that, sir, and I'm sorry. You're sorry? Well, I apologize, but you're going to have to pay out of pocket for that, um, for the graphic design because Mm. of how much you're charging. Now, if you don't charge me for the graphic design, then... What's 10% of nothing, I guess, is the question. And that's really... So you're saying... I make graphics for you, you make hats for me, and no one charges anything? It's a tradesies. That's well, what tradesies is. Then that's a great deal. Handshake. And that's how it works. You see, students and 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 Business can be so much easier with than comedy. people. Yeah. If you people use think. comedy. You see the back and forth that we had mm. there. It was just brilliant. It all made sense. It's, it all... You know, it's the way mattered. the comedic mind breaks down what's happening and goes, this is easy. This is easier to maneuver because I have that comic mind that can easily break down what's going on. Commonly, mm-hmm. people would still be hung up on this whole, you know, who's paying what for which. Yeah. But here we can go, you know, equal service for equal service and of. That's right. The students, these skills are transferable, as you've seen. Oh, like, yeah. Is you don't want to get ripped off out there. That's that's always a risk mm-hmm. for one, mm-hmm. and the other being you want to have some fun in life. Oh, you know, yeah. no matter what you do, it's important to make sure that even if you're dying of dehydration, that you, you keep a, a head up and mm-hmm. and and love things and and still laugh and don't still get over dramatic. Really laugh and, and mm-hmm. uh, you know start playing mouth organs for no reason. On guess the show what? You can you can uh, be dying of uh, starvation or thirst, and uh, and you yeah you might step on some toes. You might make some decisions that probably weren't appropriate. But at the end of the day with comedy and with something that we learned where, yeah, maybe the tradesies thing can work. You know what I mean? Of course it and can. And we kind yeah. of learned that through the can I be your. And it kind of brought, mm-hmm. I think, healing perspective, Kevin, a little bit. Um, yeah, healing perspective to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
You're also forgetting about the importance of wisdom. Hello. Oh, yes. We bring our wisdom to every single word that and, we utter. And, 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 and I know that a lot of students are going to be tweeting and Facebooking us going, that can I be your... I don't. You guys are saying it has some something to do with comedy, but I don't think it does. And we already explained <sighs> at the beginning of the yeah. episode that it's the tree that's touching the telephone wire, and in this case, yep. the front of a haberdasher. And if you guys can't see that, then go back <laughs> and re-listen to season one because um, we were right. Oh yeah, all the time. Um, if you haven't handled the business side of comedy, I mean, you haven't danced with the wolves yet, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so we're glad we could do this for all of you. Yeah. All you out there. Um, so please, let's get some feedback. If you guys have an idea of what mm-hmm. you would like us to be for each other or... Yeah, or like even that. for you guys. If you yeah. say, hey, I'm Ashley from Connecticut and I want you guys to be my, uh, you know, birth mother. We'll mm-hmm. do that for you, Ashley. Mm-hmm. We love Connecticut. Mm-hmm. We'll try to find a way to be your anything. So, so guys, write us in. York, yeah. Check us out on Twitter, jkaround.gmail.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash the JK round. They're all there. We're we're on Uh, uh, YouTube. You can watch some of our other episodes. YouTube, LinkedIn. Got lots of stuff on the uh, on the roll here. Yeah, things are really uh, uh, really starting to look up for us. Finally. Um, Yeah. So it's been it's been another it's been an honor and a privilege. And thanks for joining Mm -hmm. us. And guess what? Have a great week. Class dismissed. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.